Cox, you're very welcome along here to the 2021 Carlo Junior Football Championship final. It is, of course, Grange up against Tin Ryland here live on the left wing back. Um, we are live on Twitter audio if you want to tell people that. Um, not everyone is on Twitter, a lot of people on Facebook and on Instagram, but this is the best way for us to get it across. So if you can get the word out, uh, get us over here. We are live and exclusive for the first time and I'm joined on commentary by Stephen Barmick. Our referee for today is Shami Doyle. Uh, Tin Ryland sporting the away kit this evening. And here we go. Ball in and game on. We'll give the two teams in just a moment's time, but it is Tin Ryland who have one possession from the throw-in. And they're on the attack here straight away. And it goes towards Parry Townsend. Season campaigner is Parry Townsend. Another one in that category is Glenn Dyla, full forward here this afternoon for Tin Ryland. Goes back out from the corner. Tin Ryland playing into the Sugar Factory end here, and a Swift Glen Dyle once more plays an 8 1 2 with Alan Barrett. Again, another guy in that experienced campaigner category. Plays one side to Peeney Whelan. And it's all the way back out to Barry Power. Wearing 17, but started here right half back in place of Connor Brennan. Power plays one inside. Grange very tight there, and it was John Dyle who forced the turnover. That's a Cottle Bailey. Bailey on the attack here now for Grange. Nice little ball up towards John Murphy, who we all know, of course, long servant with the Carlos Senior Footballers. He won himself a free direct ball inside. Plenty of space here now as well for Grange to try and get the opening score. It was, of course, Martin Kelly who ventured forward. Uh, wearing six for playing at left half forward. Henry Hegarty wearing 12, gone back to centre back. Tommy Dunn now for Tinryland. Across to Shane O'Neill at centre back. That was with Greg Murphy. Well, we have a brief moment. We'll give you the teams. Tin Ryland have Niall Barrett in goal. Full back line, Joey Ryan, Peter Dorn, Tommy Dunn. The half back line, Barry Power, Shane O'Neill, Kieran Larkin. Middle of the field, Greg Murphy and Cormac McGillie. At half forward line, Porrick Whelan, Alan Barrett, Mark Lawler. And the full forward line, Porrick Townsend, Glenn Dyle, Evan Dyle. Grange line out with uh, Seamus Hegarty in the goal. The full back line, John Dyle, Carl Bailey, and Thomas Keeley. The half back line is Killian Murphy, Henry Hegarty, and Ned Pender. Middle of the field, Sean Murphy and Patrick Hickey, who is the captain. Half forward line, David Moran, John Murphy and Martin Kelly. In the full forward line, Niall Byrne, Kieran Pender and Alan Fleming. Here come Tin Ryland. It's Mark Lawler. Back to Tommy Dunn. Two minutes on the clock if you just joined us here. Still no score. Tin Ryland look to change that. Alan Barrett with a beautiful little Bino McDonald dummy solo. Haven't had a chance to go across Steve Varnberg yet because here comes the first shot of the afternoon. It's a big one, it's a high one. But it's gone to the right and wide. It was Cormac McElliot. Uh, Stevie, good to chat to you here. We're live for the first time. And um, nice afternoon. Great to uh, have a bit of a break from the rain, it must be said. And uh, what do you make of the early stages? Yeah, I just felt Alan Barrett probably could have got shot off in the first attack there. And like, uh, one thing about Tinryland, they're being disciplined. They're not just going for the Hail Mary shot. But I, I thought just he shown a few, as you said, the Beano type shimmies and... Uh, Probably had a, had a, a good enough chance, I thought, to score, but look, didn't take the shot on. They've, they've kicked away there, and with Granger on the attack now, making heavy inroads into the Tin Ryland half back lane. John Murphy. Oh, John Murphy, it is indeed. Breaks to 45, he's on to 21. Might think about a goal. Left footed shot by John Murphy, and tucked away to the bottom right hand corner. First score of this 2021 Junior A Football Championship final. Come with the hour, come with the man, Mr. John Murphy. What a run, what a finish off the left. Yeah, well, John Murphy, like, if you're if you're a young lad growing up now, you'd, you'd like to have him in the, the, the physique that John Murphy has, the commitment, everything. Direct run in there, took Shane O'Neill on, beat him, and uh, he finished left-footed to the bottom corner. No chance for Niall Barrett. 
No chance whatsoever indeed. Now Tinoyland need to get a response here. It is very early of course. If you are going to concede a goal, maybe in the first three minutes isn't the worst time indeed, but still they will need a score and we've touched upon it already. Serious experience in that forward line for Tinoyland. They have been around the block a long, long time. That's a loose ball now which puts Peeney Whelan under pressure. Ryan, of course, played in the 2020 Junior A football final against Tullow probably about two or three months ago, I'd say, at this stage. So, second Junior A final in the space of a few months, which is a weird thing to be saying, but yeah, these are the times. You were saying in, in, in Leash last night, Parfrax and Niska went from junior to intermediate to senior in, what, three or four months. So, uh, it's a funny time. Funny time indeed. And Nave of course, will play Parfrax and Niska in the... Leinster Championship in a few weeks' time, and the winners of this one actually it's, it's Grange regardless, it won't be Tin Ryland because the second team can compete uh, in Leinster, so it will be Grange up against uh, the winners of the Leeds Junior Championship as well. Well, here's Tin Ryland looking to win the county title. They don't, they don't really care about uh, Leinster Championships or anything like that because they can't compete in them, but they really would love to be back up intermediate for next year. Imagine having their first team senior and second team intermediate, of course. Grange now in possession, though. Fionn Murphy. Plenty of time and space out here on this terrace side. And he plays one down towards Alan Fleming. Crossfield ball away Fleming looking to pick out. Kieran Pender, Peter Dorn first to that one. And uh, out he comes to Shane O'Neill. Dorn offers support on the overlap once more. But instead it's Alan Barrett and Greg Murphy now on Eton Island 65. Parry Townsend this time. Um, just having a look, Stevie. It's very congested around that middle third. And Tin Ryland have opted to go the direct route and a mark taken. Yeah. Evan Dial, again a man who has played senior football for Carlo. Surveys the options, plays one inside, but it's a poor effort, it must be said. And it's cut out by Ned Pender. Here come Grange now on the counter attack. Paddy Hickey, the captain. Over to John Murphy. Score of that goal, which is the difference between the size on the six minute mark. It's the only score. Grange a goal. And Tin Ryland, no score. As we said, we're live here on Twitter, as you can see, but uh, don't be afraid to share the link over on Facebook as well and tell everyone about it. Uh, the more people listening to it, the better, says you. And don't forget, a 6 o'clock intermediate final is uh, one versus Aero. That's live on KCLR, but this one is live and exclusive here on the left wing back. Here's Tin Ryland, Glenn Dial over the shoulder. Fine effort. Oh, kept out very well, in fairness, by Seamus Hegarty. Thought it was going to have the legs, but he stopped it from going over the bar. And here come Grange again. Steve, what have you made of it? Yeah, sure. The, the, the Tinoyland have a lot of possession, but unfortunately they haven't got the end product yet. You know, there's a free to... I see Tommy Dunn switched over to, to throw in to Mark um, Alan Fleming, probably, uh, probably he's the go-to man in the forwards there. He was deadly in the, the preliminary games, we'll call it. So uh, it's interesting to see Carl Bailey full-back. I know he was full-back the last day as well. It would be more known out the midfield or that direction. But they're strong with the middle, and Pender has the ball. Kieran Pender now with it on the attack. Yeah, as good as a footballer as you would have seen in Carlo over the last 20 years. Just serious, serious talent. And again, he had a spell on the, the county football panel with Liam Hayes, I think, that time. So, like John Murphy, Pender and, and Cahill Bailey, you know, the inter-county experience would be minor or senior. And I think Henry Hegarty probably might have played a bit underage as well. So John Murphy has a chance now just outside the day to put four points in it. He does indeed. We've seen him do this plenty of times over the years. Accuracy is good. Distance is good. And Grange 1-1, Tinoyland no score, 7 minutes on the clock. John Murphy 1-1 as well. A beautiful, beautiful effort off the left foot into the bottom right-hand corner in the third minute. And Tinoyland are struggling to get off the mark here now, it must be said. 
Niall Barrett, another man of course who's been around for some time. Tonight in one intermediate final, I think maybe in or two or three. I'm really sure the two Barretts run that, so they've been knocking around quite some time. Yeah, and like your second team is probably it's a, it's a gateway between your on your way up to your first team or on your way down to it so from your first team. So Parry Towns and the Dials as well in that category. Speaking of gateways, Mark Lawler's the final one. He's met about 40 yards and just was fouled as he went to take the shot. And Tinroyland will have a chance here to get off the mark in the eight minutes of this junior football final. Mark Lawler, for me, very much to go to man in that forward line. I know we spoke about the experience of Evan Dial and Glendale, but if you want hard running, direct running, Mark Lawler offers that. And, you know, in some ways, you'd, you'd probably find it hard to believe that he's not playing senior. I'm sure there is reasons for that, but he's very hard to stop, as we saw there, when he's in full flight. Yeah, well, he's done the, kind of the equivalent of John Murphy for John Murphy's goal, except uh, Grant was just had to keep keep one lad inside Mark there, but the direct running from him, and like he's a six foot two or three chap, he's, and he's mobile, very quick, he's going to cause a lot of problems for Grange if, if he's let. He will indeed. Evan Doyle stands over this one. A full back slash centre back with Carlo under Paul Beelan in 08, 09 territory. Doesn't strike this one well, it was dangerous nonetheless, and Grange had a bit to do. Seamus Hegarty clears his lines out as far as Henry Hegarty. Now it's going to be a free from where Henry picks up the ball because uh, I think there was a bit of a late nudge there maybe but Henry gets going straight away and Paddy Hickey lovely ball up towards Alan Fleming a bit of a nudge in the back there and Jamie Dyle agrees as well so John Murphy is just outside the 45 here and might have a pop at this one uh, don't forget of course it's probably only two or three years since Granger in the media final and for looking not to go senior and that just goes to show how, how quickly you can go up or down. We told her here you know, many years ago, it was a cracking game of a Saturday after dinner. Now, Alan Fleming is having a go at this, and I seen him in the first round in All Auckland. He kicked a 45, and you could barely stand on the field that evening, so his better conditions here. We'll see how he gets on with it. Yeah, definitely has become a marksman over the last few years, and particularly in that intermediate final against Kilbride when Kilbride just about pipped it. And here comes Fleming. Strikes it well. Lovely trajectory on it as well. 1-2 uh, Grange, and no score to Ryland. Ten minutes gone in this Junior A Football Championship final. So Tenryland under a bit of pressure. Uh, conditions, very good it must be said for, for this time of year. A welcome reprieve from all the rain over the last few days. So the gods are giving us up the conditions. Now all we need is Grange Tenryland to give us the football. But it's Grange giving us all that at the moment. Yeah, and the scores, it looks like a breeze in it there with the flags you tell Grange have, have it as was. Um, Alan Barrett's kick out now, trying to find a link man in the middle of the field and, and just does that with McElligot. Yeah, this guy's a serious unit of a man, it must be said. Very, very hard to stop. Alan Barrett. Direct ball in towards Evan Dial. And he's claimed this one, taking his mark. And he's probably going to have a go at this. Yes, uh, second mark, I think, as uh, Stevie has pointed out. He should probably have a go at this, must be said. It's in his range. Just settling on it. Slightly, probably didn't settle enough on it. Maybe a bit in two minds and knew he was running out of time. And that's gone out in Eston Island's second wave. But, um, two dropped into the goal, his hands... Grange have come down, scored one two, and probably I think every kick out, or every attack, I think they've, they've got something over. Yeah, and in fairness, there's a lot of space in there for Tyrone Island. They're right to go direct, and equally there's a lot of space in the uh, uh, Grange full forward line. As we, you can see out here at the moment, actually, it's many men is inside. Sure, you're looking at just about four inside the Tyrone Island half, and loads of space between the midfield and half forward line. And equally, as much space, if not more, between the half forward line and full forward line for a Grange. So that's something Tyrone Island might have to be. Mindful of here. Fionn Murphy gathered possession. Tenryland get a tackle in. Breaking ball favours John Murphy. And here's Ned Pender. Beautiful ball in towards Kieran Pender. 
Pender back to John Murphy. This is brilliant football. Murphy's thinking about goals here again. Hasn't had Pender inside. Is this going to be goal number two? Oh, over the bar it goes. Ned Pender with the point. What a move that was. One of the best moves you'll see across any grade this year. And it's 1-3 to no score. Savage move. Yeah, and Shane O'Neill was in the unfortunate. He had to make an option there, possibly let his man on or bring him down for a black card and 10 minutes in the bin. And he, he, he let him go and probably the right decision. They ended up lucky enough with a point. Only it wasn't a goal. Yeah, probably should have been a goal, being honest about it. But uh, Grange will be happy to get a score nonetheless. How often they see those situations and you get nothing. But Tin Island are... Look, there's only six points in it, but they're in a bit of bother here, and they're going to need to settle very, very quickly. Uh, Glenn Doyle out around midfield, takes that one straight out of the sky. Look at the space inside, and he delivers it straight into that space. Peeny Whelan just gets bet by the hop on this occasion, and Cottle Bailey sweeps up possession. Has a few men inside. Killian Murphy is one of those, and uh, Bailey takes it once again. John Murphy, look at the space inside again. Tenoyle might need to think about dropping either a Shane O'Neill or a... I like Murphy back a bit here, but uh, pressing in around the middle certainly will be no harm either. But you just get the feeling there's more scores in Grange, and if Tin Island get going, there's definitely scores because they have that space. And as a defender growing up, I don't like that. As a forward, I love that, but you don't want to see it. And we get, we get in front of your own goal. And here's Grange again. That's an ambitious effort, and what a score it is! It's a Kieran Pender, best score of the day so far. Yeah, and look, he has that in the locker. We know he's a great character. And, and that's that's three to forwards now have scored whether from player from before the four different scores from their five scores. I don't know about you now, but I'd be fancying a water break here now if I'm in Ireland. We're getting close to that territory. Uh, Thirteen minutes gone. One four Grange, no score. Tin Ireland. So Niall Barrett in no major panic here. I'd say the instruction has come in off the line to uh, maybe slow things down and get back and, and reset. Uh, Glenn Dyle feel that last one superbly. You'd imagine he's going to be the intended target, but there is a few big men out there. Barry Powers, another one. But Paddy Hickey gets a good fist on that. Grange are going to come away with this one again. There's John Murphy on the 45. Plays it inside to uh, Kieran Pender. Bit of a fumble by Pender. Uh, when he gets to the second attempt and takes a bit of a clatter then off uh, Greg Murphy. Um, possibly a little bit manufactured as well, but uh, he's around a long time. <laughs> yeah, Greg Murphy didn't do a whole lot wrong there, but like uh, Alan Fleming is not going to, is it John Murphy or Alan Fleming? John is taking this one. He's not going to be, has to be asked twice. Something similar to the first free, I suppose he got, but a little bit more central actually is we bang in front of the goal nearly. Yeah, you fancy him from here, definitely. He doesn't miss to any of these, John Murphy. Nice little simple style. And over she goes, 1-5, Grange, and no score, Tin Ryland. Big, big mountain to climb here now, must be said. And where does Barrett go this time? I know Barry Power was the target. You'd probably fancy Glenn Dyle again because like, you'd have a little bit of an advantage height-wise here on, on Killian Murphy, uh, but they're gone short, plan B. Yeah, Barry Power's only back there. He, he had a hand, hand injury there against all Auckland, got a couple of stitches in it, so he's only back today. He went off early on in that game. Yeah, big hit in there by Killian Murphy on uh, Joey Ryan, but hope he gets tonight and have the free. Options are scarce enough to have to go back to uh, Shane O'Neill. O'Neill might have to go back to Niall Barrett now because Granger are putting the squeeze on Tin Ryland and they're going to have to try to run this one out from the back. Uh, Pori Townsend, I think it is, all the way back there. Uh, feeds Greg Murphy. Now it's Glenn Dyle, and that's a bit of a nudge, uh, referee says, play on. Glenn Doyle tackled very hard after that then. 
And Grange turn it over on the halfway line. It's with David Moran. And now it's with Fionn Murphy on the Tin Island 45. Has John Murphy again, the right man in the right place at the right time. What an effort that is by John Murphy. Super football by Grange, it must be said. They're on a mission here today. At the moment, uh, we're not going to, it's a bit too early to say mission accomplished, but they're certainly looking very good. 1-6 to no score. And John Murphy, we're going to have the water break here now, so we have a chance to get ourselves a bit of a break. What's that, 1-3 for John Murphy? 1-3, yeah. Uh, that's his first in play, but uh, county final day, your county men, they're the lads you want to stand up and show why they're county men, and John Murphy's doing that in spades. He is indeed, and, and fairness, like, you know, Tin Island are, are just struggling to get a foothold in the game, I suppose. In, in the first few minutes, they maybe had a few balls in around, but even in terms of trying to get a shot off, like, you know, they've had two efforts and two of them are gone wide. A third one actually dropped into the keeper's hands. They just need to settle that bit, which is, you know, it's uncharacteristic, I suppose, when you see who was up in the forwards that you'd imagine maybe they would be after settling by now, but definitely around that middle third, there's a bit of a struggle on. Glendale won that kick out, I suppose, straight, and other than that, if it goes to a breaking ball, it's Grange just mopping them up. Yeah, I said it earlier, but uh, maybe Alan Barr should have got the shot off. He didn't, and uh, just you know, you can often be just shooting for for the sake of shooting, and just unfortunately, they, they probably had as many shots at the goal, uh, two wides, two or three into the keeper, and you know, just these things in your chest in the game. Now you, you you find it hard not to lose lose all kind of um, control and balance on on, on your positions because look, you're working over here at Grange there a few minutes ago, two corner forwards literally pulled out to the corner flag, so they're going to try and make hay when, when they have the, that, that dominance there in the middle from midfield and John Murphy coming through and what do you do then if, if there's a midfielder coming through and you're six, seven, eight points down do you go to the man and leave your own man loose you know the, the, the ball in the, the grand chance going forward has been has been sticking every time it's gone up they've got a score whereas Tinder Island fortunately haven't yeah and that's the story of the game so far so 16 minutes uh, when the water break was called and the team's coming back out here once more, um, I could never really tell where the Grange section was in that watch Cullen Park, but uh, I didn't realise it was slap bang in front of us here in the press box on the terrace side, and they're there in their droves as well. Oh, and the, usual, the suspects from years ago were playing the, the Baileys, the Penders, Paddy Brown, they're all in front of us here, so the, no, they're generally down this end. Yeah, everyone has their own little spot down here, in fairness. The Blues lads are over to our left, they're over to our right, and you stand in the same spot. Tin Island, or St. Mullins, I should say, are, are kind of in around that area as well. But uh, Anyway, the game is back on, so we'll stick with the action. Craig Murphy, Fortin Island. Uh, ball spills loose and Murphy gets it once more. Back to Alan Barrett. As we said, pop over that link onto Facebook, folks. If you are listening, spread the word. It was Towns in his back, getting that ball, and he's one of the forwards to be hoping to be going to it. But you see, Stevie, with that, Tin Island, you know, are drawn out the Grange backs and their space inside. Yeah. So they need to get that delivery in because they're actually following them. They're not leaving the spare man, so... There is room to make hay here if we can if we can get on the ball and I suppose get the head up. Um but unfortunately that's not happening today for them. And they have to go back through the hands now. Grange along that forty five yard line, forcing Thrilling back. Kieran Larkin to Shane O'Neill. He does break Alan, Alan Barrett, you thought it was, yeah. It's very hard to they're a criminal in a, in a tight game. You, you used to love them though. Oh yeah, bread and butter ones. But, <laughs> Yeah, well, Grange now on the counter again. So, Tin Ryland need to be very cautious here. They've delivered it straight in towards Alan Fleming. Now, he's gone out as far as the 45. Pender gave him an option inside, but he's, he's forced back out by Tommy Dunn. And so, Davy Moore spots Pender again. Floats in behind 
the man and then comes back out in front. He's such a tricky customer. Paddy Hickey now. Hickey goes off the left. And fist one in towards Alan Fleming. Danger here again. Alan Fleming <laughs> hits the post and comes back out. I was almost certain it was gone in. But uh, again, a siding run there by Paddy Hickey. Saw Alan Fleming coming in around the corner. And he looked like... He took about three lads out with that fist pass. It was, it was great. It was like Gannon, remember a few years ago, and uh, Danny Moore scored a goal here again in Wexford. That sort of an effort. But uh, Ireland living on tender hooks here at the moment, and very, very fortunate to see that one come back off the post. So uh, Greg Murphy now in possession. Long direct ball in over the top. Is it going to carry? No is the answer. And it's Ned Pender who cuts it out. Back towards Paddy Hickey again. Oh, great move here by Grange. Again, and Paddy Hickey finds uh, Fionn Murphy, who's fouled. And now uh, Grange are going to have another 10 yards because Tenorino wouldn't yeah, retrieve. Shemir freed Michel and Kilavin here last week, and if he brought the ball up once, he brought up seven or eight times. Any, any lip at all, he's gone with it. Well, John Murphy is standing over this one. Uh, he'll leave it to Alan Fleming, actually. So it's probably about maybe 49 metres out to the right-hand side, as you're, as you're looking at that on another few, I suppose. <laughs> he's trying to steal a few yards like everyone would sure. you chance it yourself sure if you go away with it yeah that sundown there in the goal is not going to be nice if it drops short but he, could have, he could have distance for it he's taken a nice long run up on it anyway he, he kind of it's an interesting run up he takes off at 100 mile an hour then slows down um, he's slowing right down now as he gets closer and then speeds back up again Gets a good bit behind, but it's dropping in around the goal. Mode. It's dangerous. It's loose. Niall Barrett gathers it. And out it comes. Ooh, sloppy pass by Parry Townsend. Granger going to get an effort at this. Oh, big, big ball contested there between the two. And uh, it was Glenn Dyle who forced the turnover. Granger did get the shot away through uh, Killian Murphy, but it's gone over to the right-hand side and picked up by Shane O'Neill and Peter Dorn. The fullback coming out with this one. Finds O'Neill once more. Gets a Little bit of a high tackle and uh, wins his free. Uh, 20 minutes gone. 1-6 Grange, no score. Tin Ryland. Big, big struggle on here. And now I think that's going to be a card for Paddy Hickey, which a yeah, little bit harsh, I'd say. Yeah, unless it was third or fourth offence, I don't know. It looked. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so, to be honest. I don't think I remember him committing too many fouls because Killian Murphy put in that big hit initially. But. Um, Look, it was a little bit high nonetheless, so you could argue either way. It was a bit, bit subjective. So, Paddy Hickey with the first yellow card of the uh, afternoon. And Niall Barrett, the Ireland goalkeeper, is out on the 45-yard line. Shane O'Neill. Direct ball inside. It's loose. Can Ireland get to it first? Grange there, hunting in packs. Uh, Thomas Keeley, one of those men. High tackle once more. Uh, foul given away there by Keeley. I think it was a uh, Peeny Whelan that was foul. So this is a very, very tricky angle. Um, yeah. Evan Dyle is coming across. So like he's, he has dropped a couple short. Uh, this would do wonders for his confidence. But it's a big ask when you're after missing the first couple. Because like, maybe your head is down. It's like the golfer, isn't it? Same as Anton. You get the first couple. You've got one or two to get you, get you going. This like is a, right, okay, it's a nice angle for a right foot to, to, to curl in. But there's probably too much of an angle. But still, I think Evan would have a... I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks her over. Unfortunately, he's been pulled back a bit more to the sideline now. It's hard to even draw a run-up on that so close to the sideline. And he's decided that as well, and he's gone short to Greg Murphy. 
probably the best possible option now. Uh, Evan is still free if he wants it, and that can often be the case where the lad takes the free, lads don't really be minding if he's going to get it back or not. Uh, but Greg Murphy has given it away, and Grange go along with the clearance. John Murphy has a yard here on Joey Ryan, and that's probably going to be a yellow card as well. Black, might tell us black. He dragged him to the ground. No, John was probably on the way down, but he'd be lucky not to get a black. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, interestingly, like I don't think it was a bad decision to foul. We're getting a black card is a different story, but yeah, if he if he could have fouled, maybe without. For a second opinion. Yeah, well, look, there was an acre space in behind. He is on the halfway line, but John Murphy got the opportunity to turn. Then tonight, we're, we're very much caught on the counter attack. Uh, but big moment here. Is it going to be yellow or black? It is black, and look, right decision has to be said. Twenty-two minutes, so that's going to see uh, Tin Ryland with with forty men until half time. You'd imagine. Um, Joey Ryan gone off with a black card, and good. Let's give credit. It was good refereeing. Yeah, well, look, as I said, John was probably on the way. I don't. He 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 was helped to the ground. So I don't. And Joey and Ferris said no. He had no. Um, he he just took his medicine. He he knew what was coming. Niall Byrne is free here now at the moment, so Tin Ryland are going to have to try and. Get someone back in that cornerback position fairly quickly. You want to be leaving Niall Byrne free. And here he is now, as I said. Niall Byrne and Niall Byrne with the point. So once... <laughs> it's funny, we called it like... And I've been looking at him play for 10 or 15 years as well. You don't leave him free. He's a serious baller. Like People talk about Pender and, and stuff, and rightly so. Niall Byrne's a serious player as well. Yeah, and look, we're talking about Alan Fleming. I was before the match there. Alan Fleming, you could say, has been very quiet from play. He ended up getting a touch to that. And aforementioned uh, Niall Byrne does the damage, so... But county finals, you need more than one or two forwards clicking. You need four, five, six of them scoring on, on the score sheet and to have the four or the six have scored from, from play, I think, already. Yeah, definitely a talent factor. I'd argue that's an intermediate full forward line. It's very hard to stop, like, but uh, there is someone going back in in that corner now, I think. You learn the hard way. Anyway, 24 minutes, 1 7 to no score in favour of Grange. And Ryland desperately need one. Here's Glenn Dye with the outside of the right, and that, I think, has gone. To the right and wide as well. Nothing working out here. And in fairness, then Dyle is trying ever so hard. He's one kick out. He's soldier forward. He did the right thing having a go there. But just hasn't... Is, is there a touch on it? 45. All right. Okay. Well, all is all is not lost. Um, But like Glenn Dyle would have played... A lot of these lads played a senior final, t you know, 10 years ago against all Auckland. You're looking at uh, your Glenn Dyles, your, your Evan Dyles and... Um, yeah, like they have serious, serious experience. Yeah. Um... Unfortunately, just not able to draw on it here so far. But Glenn now, Glenn is fairly good at these generally. It's probably as central as you're going to get a 45, just to the right-hand side of the post. There's Glenn Dyle now. It's a good connection on it. It's going to carry left, and it's gone wide again. So we're looking at, what, three three wides here now. Um, Grange, Grange yet to... Yeah, just the ball came back off the post. Like, so that's... Clinical shoot, and that's what you want on county final day. Short kick out from Grange. Of course, they can afford luxury doing that now. They have an extra man until the end of the half, unless we're going to have an unmerciful amount of stoppage time, which I had already envisaged here so far. Uh, Ned Pender sends one in. It's uh, Niall Byrne. John Murphy. Murphy will have a go. Murphy swings one in. And this is Grange's first wide. Just gone to the left as well. But, you know, they're moving the ball very well and the tag has to be said. Yeah, and they're, they're picking they're picking openings there. John Murphy, you know, 
probably won't be happy with that because he's won three to his name already. Uh, the others, he probably had a bit more time on it. That one, he was slightly out in England, 30, 30 metres out from the goal, but to have possession still and they'll press up heavy on this kick out Jay again. They will indeed. Barrett looking for options here. Evandale is now out around the middle as well. And I think, is that Peeney Whelan gone in? Even look at, the, look at the press down here, but they just can't get the ball down. John Murphy. And now it's with Kieran Pender. Pender back to Murphy. Good tackle there by Tin Ryland and probably fortunate enough to get free maybe. I thought it was a decent enough hand in unless it was for something else. We are quite a distance away. Um, Murphy also has hit the ground so maybe it was a bit of contact with the face. He don't hit the ground. He don't stay down too long. He just seems to go a clatter in the face. Physio's into him there. I think it's Breach and all. But John Murphy is as hardy a snipe as has played for Grange or Carlo in the last 15, 20 years. He's been some servant for Carlo, in yeah. fairness. Like, and, you know, the first memories I have him was coming in with Liam Hayes as well, actually. And, uh, or maybe it was Beelan and the two games against Dublin. Like, he was monumental in, in those games in particular. I think he was probably in there a bit earlier than, than Beelan's time. It was probably in around Hayes' time. But, um, of course, big man with rugby and, and stuff too in around that time. They played Wexford in the league here this year and he hit a Wexford lad here where Billy Fanning is in front of us. And I don't know how that man go up after because John Murphy measured him from head to toe with a shoulder. As a lot of the the, the Grange men, they don't make them small out there. But one thing about Grange for a country team, their football skill is always, I, I think, top notch. Uh, as one of the best country teams with skill-wise, basic football skills, and they're, they're making a pay here. Another point for John Murphy there now. Yeah, 1-8 to no score. And making huge inroads at underage level. They've gone their own way, as Fleetwood Mac could say. And they're flying it. Yeah, they lost under... 15 Division 2 final there on Thursday night. Uh, no, we lost our under 15 Division 1B final, unfortunately, as well. But that's, you know, the, the, you see, Carl Bailey would have been on a county minor team. I remember when Keith Lillison, a few more from our area, were on it. And, you know, he's he's repositioned back in the full back lane now. They can afford him back there because they have lads up front and midfield to, to drive it on. We're doing these. Um, Murphy has won a mark here again. Mr. John, we're talking about. Has a go from way downtown, it must be said, and <laughs> makes it look like a piece of piece. If I'm honest with you, literally just floated it over, no bother at all. Uh, one nine, one nine to no score. What? That's Thirty-five years out there in the shade of the stand. The, the stand. Are we going under a bit? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know that the shadow of the stand is, is coming in on the uh, in, into the D there, but like he's after kicking three or four points from nearly the the one area. Yeah, he's been incredible here. Niall Barrett, another kick out, just a couple of minutes away from half time now, 1-9 Grange, no score in Ireland. I don't think anyone expected this to be as one-sided. Um, obviously there's a good bit left, and now there's a bit of argy-bargy between Barry Power and, and Killian Murphy. Uh, but it's Grange in possession, John Murphy inside to Alan Fleming. Fleming stood up by Evan Dyle, he's going to get away from him, he's been fouled again. It's another opportunity now for Grange to attack on another one, and whether it's John Murphy or Alan Fleming, you're fancying this. So two minutes of additional time. Which we'll see uh, in Ireland with 40 men for the rest of the half, of course, with, with Joey Ryan due to come on. Probably he might get a few seconds, but uh, that black card has, has definitely done in Ireland no favours here. Got about three points, I think, since the black card there. You know, the, as I said, their, their finish has been clinical. The only way they've had is John Murphy's shot. That long, he's had about seven shots and scored five or six already. Uh, here he comes with another one. Ah, that's beautiful. That is just a clinical free take, and it must be said. Uh, one ten to no score, and 
doing it out of the hands as well. I know we, we love to see lads doing it off the ground because it is a a rare thing, but that's that's absolutely beautiful. One six and one one from play, I think, out of that. Freeze. Yeah, serious tally and Niall Bourne, Kieran Pender and uh, Ned Pender with points from play and Fleming kicked the 45 as well. So David Moore, he's a he's very nippy. He hasn't been in the game as you can say on the scoreboard, but like he's keeping number seven busy there, um, Kieran Larkin, but he's making room for the others and he's just made a run there at the minute. But the unfortunate pick up against the uh, Grange. Yeah, and Kieran Larkin has an All Ireland medal with the CBS from 2015 or 2016. Um, Serious player, but we haven't really seen him in this one. As you said, Davy Moore is keeping him fairly busy. Uh, Mark Lawler as well, another man who's been quiet. Like, you'd be thinking to try to get this guy in, involved here. And as I said, he is on the ball, takes a neat one too, goes off on a solo run, straight down the middle, has options to his right. Barry Power is one of those. Power shepherded out there by Paddy Hickey. Dangerous enough hand pass to Kieran Lawler, or Kieran Larkin, I should say. Here we know again with Mark Lauder. Alan Barrett. Grange with loads of men back. Barry Power with a shot off the left. And the less said about that one, the better, I suppose. And the less said about the first half, the better for Tenryland. 110 to no score. Stevie, nobody could have saw this before there was a ball kicked. No, I've seen Grange. Uh, Flano Lachlan, I think, to, to give him a good beating. I've seen Lachlan, I've seen Tenryland. And Lachlan were only two points behind Grange last week. In Ireland and, and Lachlan drew two weeks before that, so I, I couldn't have seen it coming anyway. Oh, definitely not. 113 to 111, Grange beat Lachlan Bridge last week in the semi final, and Tin Ireland beat Ballon by 12 points to 8. So, definitely not something you could have predicted. John Murphy again off the right, and it's gone to the left of the post and wide. A second wide for Grange. So, you're looking at what 14 efforts, one off the post, two wide, and 11 converted. Nothing wrong with that in county final there. No, serious, serious uh, contribution to to then product. You, you want to be looking, you know, you're coming in here, you're hoping 2, 10, 1, 12, 1, 14, something like that, win a county final and conditions being fairly perfect. And they're 1, one 9 already, they're, they're over halfway to that. They are indeed, and Ireland now have won a kick out. Can they get a score at least before half time? Miguel, you get uh, just caught in no man's land again, I suppose, or caught in two minds. And the answer to the question I asked is no. So half time. Grange 110, Ireland no score in this 2021 Carlo Junior A Football Championship final. Any last words there, Stevie, just before we take ourselves a little bit of a break? No, sure, look, they've been clinical. They've been deadly in front of the goal. John Murphy won six. Um, Donny Blemish to have his yellow card for Patrick Hickey, but they, at the minute it's, it's one way of traffic. Ireland, the first five minutes dominated without getting on the scoreboard, and you know the, the couple of balls have kicked into the goalie's hands, and that, the, you know, they just ebbed, took the. Sting of any momentum they might have had, but uh, Grange looked their, their full value for the 12 point lead. Yeah, indeed. All right, so that's where we leave it. We'll be back with another link for uh, the second half. As we said, don't be afraid to tell people, share the link, whatever the new link that goes up, and um, we'll be uh, sharing links to the page on Facebook and stuff. It was impromptu uh, that we did go live on, so um, sorry for the lack of notice, but we're here, and there'd be no other stream otherwise. You wouldn't be able to see or hear it. So here we are, and uh, we'll be back in a few moments' time. Alright folks, welcome back here to Netwatch Cullen Park for the second half of this uh, 2021 Carlo Junior A Football Championship Final. If you have just joined us, it's Grange 110, Ireland no score. Uh, something that I don't think anyone would have saw happening beforehand. Uh, certainly a Grange victory perhaps, but 
the extent of this scoring at half time, definitely not. We do have a couple of changes on the Tenryland team, I think, at half time, which we'll give to you now in a moment's time. But it's Tenryland on the attack with Mark Lawler. And treading this one through is Peeny Whelan. And as far as Glenn Dyle, Grange swarming in packs here. Uh, Barry Power outside the 45. Long high effort. Is it going to stay in play? Evan Dyle will have a bit of work to do here. He does keep it in play. He's in on goal. Oh, he goes to ground. Is that going to be a penalty? And the referee says no. It's going to be a free out now. Borderline. Well, one thing you'd always go with the players, and Evan Dyle hasn't, hasn't protested. I thought no, he got, maybe it was a good shoulder to hold him up in the tackle. If it was, good call by Shamey. And in fairness, Evan Dyle hasn't, he hasn't turned the rattle over the pram. They're back again with the possession of Harry Town, uh, Niall Barrett. Yeah, Alan, Alan Barrett, Niall is in the goal, but uh, Tyrone Island look like they're starting to mean business here all of a sudden. Not before time, it must be said. Uh, but have a free between 21 and 45. They're back to 15 there now. Joy Ryan has just come back in there, so. Yeah, there's a bit of a breeze coming back into that door as well. I think we have it there. Though. I don't know if we might close it in, will we? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We've no window in there either. That's the only problem, man. It cuts out the, the ambience, as the fella said. A big word now for Mondo from Banner the Goal, but we swallowed the Soros on the main. Um, here's Peeny Wheel now. Can he get to Nyland off the mark? Strikes this one in. No is the answer. Uh, what's that now? Five? Six? Wides? Five wides to two. Five yeah. wides to two. Um, that tells his own story. Um, as we said, if you have just joined us, um, Grange with a goal in the third minute from John Murphy. He cantered through and then finished with. Uh, the left foot in the bottom right-hand corner. He's since added another six points to his name. One of those coming from play, another one from a mark, and then four of the finest frees you'll see as well. Kieran Pender with a score from play, Niall Byrne with a score from play, uh, Ned Pender with a score from play, which possibly should have been a goal, and uh, Alan Fleming with a 45. And it's easy, unfortunately, to keep account of Tin Ryland scores because they just haven't got any. It's not worked out for them at all. And Grange in possession... Once more with Killian Murphy. Sean Murphy now. Well, back to go. Tin Ryland struggling maybe to get a hand on anyone. And look where Killian Murphy is ghosted up there. Now that's a big hit in there by Greg Murphy. But Graham's kept possession. Lovely move this. Can they end it with a goal? Ned Pender in on goal. Fisted across. Oh, and that's just swept off the line there in the end. I think it was Tommy Dunn. And yeah, the whistle is gone. And. Um, is it John Murphy, I think, is it? Yeah, in fairness, he got a, a good shoulder from Greg Murphy. But he, he, he didn't stay down until he got, he'd released the ball, in fairness. He got a right good, good uh, spot on shoulder. Killian Murphy is, is who it is, I think. Um, but yeah, it is going to be a 45. It was, again, it was a super move, and I thought it was going to the back of the net. Tommy Dunn, I think, took it off the line. Um, very good at moving it through the hands, in fairness. You have to give him a good bit of credit here, Grange. Some serious moves put together. And Alan Fleming with this 45. Score one in the first half. Can he add another one here in the third minute of the second half? Different kind of run up this time. Strikes it well again though. Does it have the accuracy? No. Just to the right and wide. A third wide for Grange. He's a lovely style though. A unique sort of run up I have to say but he strikes it so cleanly, doesn't he, every time? It's a sweet spot, and you know, he doesn't have to make a mad run into it in, so... Yeah, like you see, some lads go on, and they're trying to take the O'Neill's clean off the ball, and it's going missile height, like... Uh, 
No. Switchkeepers there at half time. Yeah, there was changes actually. Neil Barrett. Was Ronnie the one? I thought you said. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, well. Here we go. Donegan has gone long. And Peeny Whelan delivers first time. And the Grange man is favour for that. It's Cottle Bailey out in front of Glendale. Mad for road now, Cottle Bailey. I'd say if he had a choice, he wouldn't be playing full back. But he's not doing a bad job of it. Very assured in possession. And they've gone lateral now again over towards this stand side. And Paddy Hickey drives one straight into the full forward line. Bounces the front, Alan Fleming. Tin Island get a touch on it. Kieran Larkin picks up the breaking ball and has the fullback Peter Dorn on the overlap. Took a few steps, got away with it. Uh, Tommy Dunn goes to ground. Uh, Peter Dorn retrieves possession. And Shane O'Neill is underneath the stand and needs options. Goes with the left foot across the court. McElligot. Again, been a little bit quiet. We know there's more in him. We know there's more in all these Tin Islands. They just have not delivered here on the big day. Lawler might see to that now. He's made 50 yards and he takes a 1-2 from Alan Barrett. Now he's inside the Grange 45 on the terrace side. Needs a bit of support. Kieran Larkin offers a bit of that but the pass just goes astray. And Henry Hegarty retrieves. As we said, we're in 12 with playing at centre-back. Here's Davy Moran. Again, a few steps taken. And yeah, good call by Shami Dyle. He did go to the round after that but I think the steps were taken long before. And Shane O'Neill stands over the free. Davy needs a little bit of attention. Um, I'd say he'd be alright somehow or another. Just a little bit of a knock. And Tin Island are making a couple of changes now. So we'll listen out for those. Uh, Barry Powers definitely making way. That's the first change anyway. And Peter Hennessy's in for him. And Evan Dyle has gone off. And we'll just get a look at who's gone in there now, waiting for him to turn, and uh, number 21, so that's Richie White, just didn't happen for Evan Dyle today, and we saw him play against Lachlan Bridge like, and he was flawless, he kicked serious scores, and I suppose, Bob Morrison say, days like this, yeah, and sure, look, today is the day, unfortunately, one thing's going, everything going right for you, from the point of view, everything has kind of gone wrong, but then uh, you can say a scrange have made it work and, and uh, it's more grange have been, you know, that bit more efficient, literally all over the field. It's going to be a good start for the soul. Yeah, that's Richie White and that's a, a great score, it must be said. Um, what are we looking at? 37 minutes gone, like seven minutes into the second half before Tin Ryland get off the mark. Uh, fine score to do so, but Richie White, an instant impact. Um, but 110 to a point. Grange have a man there. On the ground as well as so Richie White has gone straight in at centre four. Peter Hennessy's gone to the middle. Like Peter Hennessy would have played senior football not too long ago as well, and he's a very good rugby player. Maybe the priority goes on that. But a county former county minor, possibly a county twenty one as well, a few years back. Uh, Grange now with us up. So James Hickey for Davy Moran. Uh, Davy put in a very good shift. You mentioned it there earlier, like and uh, without without getting on the score sheet, just that typical hard working wing forward type game. Yeah, and he's, he's a serious man to burn up the, the yards and the freshman coming in there now is going to probably, you know, he, he's he's done his shift and, you know, they're 40 minutes almost gone and, and uh, you know, he is great of subs to come in as well to see how Hickey will get on when he gets in. There's Tenoyle now again on the attack. Peeny Whelan, can he make it point number two? Looks good and it is good. All of a sudden, they have two points. The way at 37 for one and by, n by minute 38, 
They have two on the board and two good scores as well, it must be said. We know they can produce this. They're not as bad as what they showed in the first half. Like No, no, and I said, like, Grant was just to, to, to hover up every chance that they possibly had. And, and Tim Ryland, we could say, being harsh, we could say they butchered every one of them. But that shot from Peeney Whalen, you know, he's a good left foot. Uh, wasn't a good angle for a left foot player, but he, he, he made a count. Definitely, and I think, you know, they were very tense in, in the first half. They're trying to force it. And the more you force it, the more it doesn't work out for you. Do you know what I mean? And now they're actually after settling into it and, and they're starting to play a bit but um, Grange have done that from the get-go and they don't look like they're going to lay up and John Murphy is on the attack again he goes to ground and it's Porrick Townsend who committed the foul now Porrick's making an argument that he was heading down anyway um, I don't know about that but he's going to get a card now I think as well for giving a bit of lip yeah, I'd say a yellow uh, I don't think that was a black card you know something similar to the other instrument John Murphy but John was uh, no chance of staying up that time I'd say a yellow card yeah and again look that's leadership as well at the same time because Tenoyland had just shown a, a bit of a sign of coming back into it and yeah, it is a yellow card for Parry Towns but Murphy thunders down the field wins it free and he's probably going to pop it over we'll confirm that now in a moment's time because he's just stepping up going through his routine just um, between the 45 and the 21 to the right hand side slightly takes his time there's the connection, and yeah, over she goes. Uh, the umpire says, yeah, it was boxed out from behind the goal. Uh, one eleven to two points. So one seven now, I think, from from John Murphy. But you stand, you stand by the point. Like even if he missed that, it was leadership. It brought Grange down the field. He won a free, and it was a reaction. Yeah, exactly. It's really got two points there. You know, they're inching back into it, and you know, Grange go up and, and they said county man leader on the day. Yeah, now Tin Island will look for another score to try and claw their way back into this one. Uh, Kieran Larkin over to Peter Hennessy. Hennessy back to Larkin. Miguel gets here on the left hand side as well. Larkin instead goes over towards White. White over to uh, Larkin once more. And Tin Island now creeping inside that Grange 45. But Grange have made them retreat back outside momentarily. And now I think they're going to come up possession as Martin Kelly gets a, a left boot on that, tries to usher it forward to John Murphy. Beautiful little chip up by John Murphy. And Grange, unfortunately, give it away. Big hit by Fionn Murphy on Cormac McElliot. And I think that probably could be a yellow card as well. But uh, there was Samba football there for a moment before James Hickey gave it away, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, definitely a joy to watch, it has to be said, as Fionn Murphy. Gets himself a yellow card. And Shane O'Neill is going to stand over this one. On directly the halfway line. 11 minutes into the second half. To Ireland, two points. Grange, one eleven in this 2021 Carlo Junior Football Championship final. O'Neill to Richie White. Now, oh, the pass just didn't quite work out. To Ireland might get another bite out with Alan Barrett. White is free now again. Tricky angle. He's going to have a... Crossed it, Shane O'Neill at the back post. Oh, and he did get a fist to it, and it's just gone over the line. And yeah, 45. In fairness, Grange defended well. I think it was Killian Murphy there tracking back because if he didn't, that was a, a certain goal as uh, Shane O'Neill ghosted in there. So Pinny Wynn will stand over this. Uh, son of the former county secretary, uh, Tommy O'Neill. Shane is. Yeah, I remember when Tommy was great football with Tinner Island, and I remember we used to be a county hurling train, and Shane was only a chap, and we'd be. We have most hurling football transitions to be going on. That's not today or yesterday. 
Yeah, he's a very accomplished footballer, Shane. I know he's uh, suffered an injury as well, but left foot, right foot, you know, he's always had it in the locker there. And Peter Hennessy, the sub stands over this 45. Dangerous as well. Here's McGilligan. He has a shot. And they're claiming foot block. Referee says no. And Grange come out with this one. Again, can they make Tin Ireland pay on the counter-attack? Loads of space inside, but that's good tackling by Parry Townsend. Stevie, was it? I thought he just he kicked it from where he was. I, I thought probably correct decision. I don't know, maybe need to look at the video of it, but I just thought, um, who's the McElligot? He caught it and kicked in the one moment, standing. You might not have had time to get a foot up to it. No, that's two decisions. Evan Dyle won earlier as well. Like, you know, they could have had one or two penalties. They've had none. Yeah, borderline. Like, um, Evan Dyle probably a bit more unfortunate, I'd say, with, with that one. Um, but look. Protest with that one, but there was no protest with the Evan Dyle one. So you, you go by near the players' demeanor after something like that is given or not given. Yeah, here's John Murphy thundering through, goes to ground, and ball spills loose. And Ryland give it away inside their own 21. And I think they were very fortunate there not to give away a free. And John Murphy does give away a free. He fouls Shane O'Neill, who takes this one very quickly to Richie White, who's been very good since he came on. It must be said, he's done a lot more in that six minutes than probably a lot to Ryland has did in the previous minutes and it sounds a bit harsh but unfortunately it's true here today we have to call it as it is like and uh, Kieran Larkin now who has come into the game as well finds Peter Hennessy but Hennessy has to go back uh, Tenorian is struggling to get men forward like if you look at it now there's only one player and that's Richie White ghosting inside the 45 a few more are joining him but the ball is just outside the 45 you know Murphy's dropping back in there he's probably looking saying right if Tenorian want to pop over points fair enough but they're, they're leaving the next man in front of their in front of their own goal not in front of the D so they're, they're kind of letting Tin Ryland on to them if they want to kick a couple of points not the end of the world Greg Murphy got a chance yeah Greg Murphy uh, probably bars a little bit ball broke loose referee says play on and it is Cottle Bailey who retrieves possession once again Fionn Murphy switches it over to the stand side to the sub James Hickey who came on a few moments ago has an option in John Murphy up here on the 45 yard line tracked by Parry Townsend and he gets away from Parry Townsend trouble here now for Tin Ryland because there's men on the overlap Murphy senses it plays into Alan Fleming gets it back here's John Murphy to wrap it up ah what a finish that is 2-11 Grange two points Tin Ryland Stevie he could sense it you know he took the ball he broke the tackle from Parry Townsend just under the stand he knew there was an overlap the move with Alan Fleming the 1-2 was brilliant and what a finish Deadly finish and Parry Towns was unlucky. He could have no, no more over there. Like he's given away a lot of physica physicality to John Murphy, as a lot of people would be. Uh, John Murphy rode the tackle, got off the ground, gave the one toe to Alan Fleming and stitched it. And my chest came over if it wasn't already. Yeah, and talk about going for the juggler. Like you know, he, he could sense it and wonderful period of play there. It has to be said. Grange in possession again. Uh, water break again. Can't come quick enough. I'd say full time can't come quick enough at this stage for. Because Grange on the attack again with Kieran Pender. Pender goes to ground. Uh, referee says play on. And Pender's been blown for steps now. Tyreland have given this away, I think. And Grange appearance got a tackle in, but Greg Murphy picks up the loose ball. Cormac McGilliot tackled by Niall Bourne. Looking at the minute and now we're not preempting it. But they'd go strong in the intermediate championship at the, at the minute, the, the way that they're performing here. Probably go strong in Leinster. It'll take quite a good team to beat them now, in fairness. They will have the least champions in uh, a few weeks' time. 
and they have won and played the least champions as well regardless of what happens later on in the intermediate final at six o'clock here's Glenn Dyle oh that's poor that's poor yeah bought midfielders for grand on yellow cards they probably uh, feel more forgive about that free there so he let go fairly quick in case it was going to be a any more price to pay but John Murphy's dropping, dropping back deep again there now when he's just linking and another free yeah, Killian Murphy foul here on uh, the halfway line 2-11 to 2 points who do you think is going to win this intermediate we'll get your thoughts on it there just while we break and play we're not live for that one by the way but uh, what do you reckon is going to happen well I don't know it's a tricky one because Michael you'll be looking probably I didn't they need to get John Michael Noel more into the game. The one last week, despite him not playing it. Uh, Martin in a sec now, because there could be a, a Grange goal again. And it's Kieran Pender. Pender slots this one over the bar. That's his second point of the day. It's Grange 2-12. Tinryland, two points. But, yeah, continue. Yeah, I said, um, Aroga, i just seen the second half. and They look very impressive, the young lads. Uh, that kind of a good young lad nearly in every line that they, they were uh, trying more to wear. And Kyle Byrne, these lads as well. Derek Head and Simon Ray coming on. It's going to be an it'll be an intriguing battle because uh, I'd say if it's a high scoring game, I'd fancy Arog. If it's a 12, 12 10 or that, Michael might be as well as much Michael be looking to get. But if Michael left in the game too long, they will they will stay tipping all the points. Yeah, they will indeed. And Grains on the attack once again as we rejoin the action here. Uh, loose ball. And while Alan Fleming thinks about a goal, he thinks about a point. He hits the post for the second time in this game. He hit the post in the first half as well, and it's gone out to the right and wide. Um, yeah, water break time, I'd say. Just be getting there. We didn't have it yet. And he had 2.12 to two points, and um, it's going to be yellow card, I think, for Shane O'Neill. Didn't quite see what happened in that one. Yeah, yellow card it is. And kick out will be taken by uh, Daniel Donegan, who come on at half time there. And it won't be taken yet because I think he has blown the water break. So, 18 minutes gone, 212 Grange and two points in Ryland. Unbelievably one sided. So, yeah, we do know, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, in terms of Leinster Championship games, that uh, Grange are obviously we knew before there was a ball kick they were playing Leinster Junior Championship. And, and they've won, likewise, of what happens later, as we alluded to. But um, they'll face Park Ryanesca in three weeks' time, and you mentioned it earlier. They won the Leash Senior, sorry, Leash Intermediate Championship last night, and they won the Leash Junior Championship from last year, uh, three or four months ago. So that's a pub quiz question for. Then we have two of them. But uh, yeah, that's um, that's on the weekend of the nineteenth of November, I believe. That's when that's kicking off. So uh, obviously, of course, this weekend we do have. Further action with another junior semi final, junior C semi final tomorrow. And that's Sam Mullins are in that against Ballon, is it? Again, that one wrong. Clamore playing Tolo today, and it could be a result in that actually. Um, if you want to check the Twitter machine, I think Tolo were going tweeting, so we'll confirm that for you here now while we're live as well. Um, and then, of course, the, the senior quarter finals are tomorrow. We have Tenoyland and Bidenstown at uh, half two, I think, and then we have Pal and Rangers at quarter past four. So we forgot to preview them on the left wing by podcast on Monday night. So we, <laughs> we went on a tangent about coaching and, and different things. Uh, we did give the verdicts afterwards, but we kind of ran out of time. We have a full-time score. Uh, half-time, is it? Okay, it's only half-time on that at this point. 51 minutes ago since the last tweet uh, on the Tolo page for the Junior C. All right, so yeah, 
4-6 Clonmore 1-1 Tolo is what we had there uh, the tweets are not plentiful uh, that was a half time score Clonmore maybe have a score up they're generally good for for tweeting most of the time as we await the resumption of action yeah so a change for Tin Islander we've had him done in for for Joey Ryan now uh, full time now we have it here Clonmore into the Junior C final they beat uh, Tolo by 9-9 one four. So St. Mullins are balling. They're playing tomorrow, I think, around twelve o'clock in Tin Island. So the winners of that will take on Clow Moore in the Junior C final. We're back underway. We've about twelve minutes of normal time in this second half, and it's Grange very much in command in this Junior A football championship final, leading Tin Island two twelve to two points. And now Tin Island are going to go down to fourteen men because Shane O'Neill is on a yellow card and he has caught. Grange is Henry Hegarty going through, so he's going on a bit of a holiday. Yeah, look, I wouldn't be like Shane. You know, he, he just missed time to tackle, and he knew the minute he, he done it, his hands on his head, and, you know, just not, not there there today. And you're seeing uncharacteristic things happening. Like, you're seeing a Shane O'Neill sent off. You're seeing a, an Evan Doyle taken off. You know, all these all these things are just going wrong for them, unfortunately, and uh, Grange have, have made things count on the far end, and... Alan Fleming now was going to hit this free. Dead straight in front of the goal, just outside the 45. Gets a good connection on it again. But I think the accuracy has let him down. It's just gone to the right and wide again. But what, what are we on now? Five five wides and in around that territory for Tin Island. As well, yeah. Sure. game, I suppose. The second goal. You know, more or less, the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Young Donegan kicks this one out. Tin Ryan are going to stay battling, no doubt. Um, they'll have to. There's no other choice. There's ten minutes left, and they still can they get a goal or two maybe to take the bad luck off. Here's Tommy Dunn venturing forward from cornerback, feeds Len Dial. Dial, like he just doesn't have that many options inside. There's Serious advantage in terms of numbers in favour of Grange. Alan Barrett takes the mark on the, the 21. He stand over this. He'll probably have a go off the left. Here he goes off the left. It's hanging in around the goal mouth. He'll keep this one in, but uh, Grange pick up the pieces. And if you out with Killian Murphy, and nobody putting a squeeze on him here. He's all the time in the world to bring this ball out from the back. Uh, Adam Dunn. <laughs> I thought he was going to throw. <laughs> The people's elbow in there, but uh, he, he retreated. Um, his brother Tommy has a bit of work to do now because Alan Fleming has ghosted past him. Greg Murphy gets back and puts in a very good tackle. Fleming goes along the ground. It's inside. Can Grange get a third goal? Kieran Pendra with the shot. And he blazes it over right wide and not so handsome, it must be said. But look, it's not going to have a major outcome in this game for sure as uh, Grange make another change. Yeah, Dermot Burrows for Tom Keeley. So, um, uh, Martin Farrell for Niall Byrne. Like, if you think beforehand you're going to keep Niall Byrne to a point in the county final, you'd be able to chance. But what you wouldn't be planning for, I suppose, is two. Was it two seven from from John Murphy? Maybe in around that parish anyway. Um, well, you would be planning for that. I suppose you'd be planning to try not make it happen. But if you knew. Pender's only going to get a couple of points and Alan Burns only going to get a couple of points and Alan Flem wasn't going to score from play. He'd be saying you have a right chance. But John Murphy steps up with the 2-7 and sure, that's the long and short of it. Big game players, big days, absolutely love it. Um, we'll have a chat with John after as well. 
for the podcast on Monday night. You're on for that one? Should be. No holidays, no impromptu appearances in the morning, right? No. Oh, no, no settling bar bills is left behind. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. You can blame Barry the Bowser Dial for that one, anyway. I'm sticking with the action, and Grange wants more of Fionn Murphy, breaking the 45 yard line. Thunder and true. He's on the 21, loose solo, and Tommy Dunn gets a hand in and intercepts. Glenn Doyle over across to uh, Cormac McGilligan, takes it back again. John Murphy puts in the tackle on Glenn. And he delivers inside to Alan Barrett, who, in fairness, you know, he's kept working hard. It's just not really working out. Uh, Richie White has played well since coming on, as we said. Scored one of Tin Ryland's two points. Uh, he needs options here. And that's good tackling, in fairness, by Henry Hegarty, who was on the county panel with uh, Torlo and Tommy and the lads a few years back. Uh, here's Tin Ryland, Thunder and through. Once more, and Cottle Bailey pick up that loose ball, which he's nearly like a centre-back playing full-back today. He's picked up an awful lot of loose ball. There hasn't been too many one-on-ones that's gone in there that he's had to deal with, like. No, no, in fairness, and he's out, out more familiar territory there from the... He's on his own 45 going into the 65 away from the goal. I said, like, it's a good luxury to have him full-back. They're plenty strong with the middle of the field. They are indeed, and they're coming forward now at a leisurely pace with Paddy Hickey. There's an option in over the top here. He might think about a goal chance. Oh, and he's gone down, and referee says no good tackle. Uh, Martin Farrell was that was in there. Got to at the right time, in fairness. Yeah, Tin Ryland looked to launch a bit of a counter attack here with uh, Porrick Townsend. Townsend lobs one over the top, but again, Cottle Bailey picks up another loose ball, and that's probably nearly the handiest hour he's, he's ever had, I'd say, playing a game of football. And not that he didn't have to go and get the ball still, like, you know, we want to take complete credit away from him, but. Um, it's not been the worst of afternoons it has to be said because Tenoyland are just giving the ball away time after time after time and Grange more often than not have punished them to their credit a lot of times for this man John Murphy uh, who's fed one in towards uh, Gavin Lawler Lawler inside now to Alan Fleming Fleming stood up well by Tommy Dunn he's looking to break away from him and he goes to the ground and he's won himself a free here just on the 21. Another chance for Grange. Paddy Byrne for Kieran Pender. So, yeah. Paddy Byrne's been around for quite some time as well. And applause here, don't because Pender's gone off for Byrne is coming on. Though. Both characters, anyway, that's for sure. Yeah, so, John Murphy looked to add to his tally once more. Probably the handiest one he's had now. Today has to be said. Yep, straight over the bar, no messing. 2 8. I think it's 2 8, yeah. Serious, serious tally. Don't forget, folks, uh, give us now a follow on the Twitter machine at the left wing backward, the same on Instagram and the same on Facebook. Live and exclusive here for the first time on a commentary in Netwatch Cullen Park. And unfortunately, we didn't get much of a contest, but it was still uh, the only way of getting the match out there and listening to it. So we hope you've enjoyed the coverage so far and we'll stick with it for another five or six minutes till we uh, confirm indefinitely not that we don't know already that Grange are champions three on goal this might confirm it and somehow it hasn't it was Alan Fleming that went through and young Daniel Donegan made a very good save in fairness down didn't he he did in fairness he got down low and, and smothered the shot 
Like, I, I don't tell me to go back to him again. Like, he, he's hit the post twice, and we were, you were saying coming in, like, you know, if he, he hasn't scored from play. Another day, he, he could have two, three goals, a couple of points, and he still has played very well. Yeah, like, I remember that intermediate final, was it was it 28, I think it was, again, Kid Ray wouldn't have won it, and Sir Jesus, like, he was he was on fire that day, and there was only a point in that, and Telby Harvey intermediate next year, it has to be said. Here's Henry Hegarty. Is he going to add to his tally? Getting on the action. Uh, it's dropped in around the goal mode and Peter Dorn has dealt with this one. Yeah, Tommy Dunn coming out with this one once more. He has to go back to Peter Dorn. And Dorn across now to Glenn Dial. Glenn has worked hard. It's just not happening for him today, unfortunately. Hasn't happened at all from that's that are looking to score up, up, up at the other end like Parry Townsend has spent most of his game he's on the ball there now and it's played very well unfortunately it's been the half back lane to try and, and stop John Murphy or whoever it is now uh, you know uh, these are lads will be looking to get scores above but they're just having to do too much work too far away from the goal yeah, Kieran Larkin likewise when he won that medal with the CBS he's playing forward and uh, Adam Dunn on, on the ball now he's going to tread one through uh, Mark Lawler might have a run Takes a bounce, has a little tread inside, ooh, and uh, it's gone out to the right. I'm oh, not quite sure what the attempt was there, whether it was a shot or a pass, but... Did it hit the post? Might have hit the ball with a post going out, or... Yeah, I, I don't know. Sums up the afternoon anyway, it must be said. Um, so we'll get another word on the senior quarterfinals tomorrow. Who's winning those and why? Um... Probably fan fancy Palatine to beat Munster Rangers at the minute. Um, the other game, Bagus were slight favourites, but to New Ireland, uh, uh, that could go either way. I'd probably give Bagus a slight nod, but uh, to New Ireland, uh, there might be a lot in that one. They'd be expecting Palace should win the other one, maybe four or five points maybe. The Bagus on to New Ireland game, that's not as easy call. I'm not saying the Pal game is easy call either, but um, I'll go for Bagus but won't be surprised if Paul Broderick and Crow are in the semi-final come tomorrow evening either. Yeah, well, I'm going for Bidens down and uh, one of us are Rangers. Um, I just think Rangers in those knockout games are a different prospect altogether. It doesn't matter what happens in a group game. Um, if they are bet, they won't be bet by much on you, that's, that's for sure. And I know they lost the game last week, but League Battle Rana simply had to win. I win well. Um, but yeah, I just have a little sneaky feeling for that. I think um, Christy, Christy and Tommy went with Bidenstown and Palatine to prevail, that's, that's what they went with so you were too busy drinking pints from Wexford we didn't <laughs> and I was too busy trying to recover from them <laughs> that's why we forgot the preview on the podcast Yeah. anyway, such is life uh, what have we got left, about a minute 2.13 range, 2 points to Ireland and you'd be hoping there's not too much out of time here now because to Ireland I'd say the sooner it's over for them now, the better they won't be able to make too much or take too much more. Uh, Alan Fleming, treading one inside and gone all the way through to, to Thrilling Keeper. Uh, Daniel Donegan, who come on for Niall Barrett there, as you said, at half time. Uh, Thrilling uh, thundering up the stand side, but options are just not there. Seems to be Grange men everywhere. Uh, Kieran Larkin does provide that bit of an outlet. They're still struggling to get inside the, the Grange half, even, it must be said. We're hard enough with 15, and you're down a man as well. It's a no easy task, and even that ball coming out, like, well caught there by the cornerback for Grange. Yeah, John Dyle again. Um, 
Shane O'Neill dismissed for Ryland for a high tackle. Paddy Bourne looking to slot one through. Bourne goes again. Nice little flick up by Alan Fleming who goes to ground. Referee says play on. We're just in the stoppage time now. We're waiting for Marty Barry to make the announcement. Tim Ryland with the, with the free here. And Peter Doran takes it. It goes across again to Power Townsend. You know, on the 45 yard line as we said. He's known as a, a playmaker at centre forward really as such. Even though he's wearing 13. And we haven't seen him play either at 13 or centre forward because he's had to come back and Glenn Dyle the same Richie White is even back there now and he scored a point so one minute at a time thank God for that <laughs> we don't need any more of it Grange are going to be champions very very shortly when this whistle goes back to in last year's semi-final Grange were nearly the last semi-final to Tolo a goal in the last minute and lost in penalties after so I'm saying Tolo have got up and instead they've got to the, they got to the quarter final so you could say, you know, that the team that wins the junior will go on well the following year in the intermediate. And looking at this, I'd be very surprised if they don't go strong in the intermediate next year. It'll be a very hard bet, that's for sure. And they're just playing a game of keep ball. The, the minute is up. Might get time for another bit of cream. Uh, no, they won't because Richie White picks up the loose ball. Shamey Dyle looks at the watch. Can't be much left here now. Shamey looks at the watch again. Uh, Tommy Dunn venturing forward. He's on the 45. Feeds Mark Lawler. Lawler might think about going for a consolation score. Instead, he fists it inside. And that one is kicked in to the right and wide. And it was Kieran Townsend who had that effort. So you'd imagine this should be the last action of this 2021 uh, Junior A Football Championship final. Yeah, Seamus Hegarty and Norosh whatsoever. We nearly have two minutes played now with Stoppage Sign. There's only one to be added on. Shami is going to blow the whistle. And there you go. It's all over. Grange are the 2021 Carlo Junior A Football Champions. The worthiest of winners, it must be said. Dominant from the get-go since John Murphy's goal in the third minute opened the scoring. And he finished, I think, Steve, was it 2-8 or 2-9? 2-8. Yeah, two points for Kieran Pender, a point for Niall Bourne, a point for... Alan Fleming from uh, 45 and a pint from Ned Pender. The Ireland scores coming from uh, Peeney Whelan and Richie White. So, yeah, look, no arguments here. 213 to two points tells his own story, really. Yeah, and look, from the start, to the Ireland position for the first couple of minutes, uh, didn't get any scores on the board. Everything there, Grange went up, pint, pint, and well, there, the goal, the John Murphy goal. If a team wanted an early goal in this game, was always you'd be probably thinking Tin Ryland needed, needed to be getting it to get a foothold in the game. But unfortunately for the for the game's point of view, it was Grange, and they just drove on, and they were ruthless in, in, the, in that first half alone. I think they had they ended up with two wides, but I'd say they had eight, nine shots before the first seven, or eight shots were definitely scores. And and we said county final day, that's what you want. You want to be clinical. You want your county men, the big men in their club, to stand up and and carry the rest of them forward and. John Murphy done that in, in, uh, in, in buckets today. He did in fairness. Well, look, that's where we leave. We're going to grab a bit of post-match. Um, we may or may not get it live. We'll see how we get on. But we're going to have a chat with a few of the Grange guys there anyway. And um, if we don't get it live, we'll be playing it out on the podcast Monday night at 9 o'clock. As I said, give us a follow on uh, Instagram and on Twitter here, uh, at the left wing back. And uh, follow us on Facebook there as well. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Chat to you again soon.